Hi guys, welcome back in Tuesday's episode. Wait a minute. No, it's it's not Friday's, Tuesday, Mike. The other day of the week. Nobody nobody correct that. Keep Friday's that episode, Sports <laughs> Cards and Nonsense. I'm your host, Mike Giuseffi. I don't know how much longer we have to do introductions. That's Jesse. People already know you. Wait, do they know me? The most notable show host, Jesse Gibson. Not I co-host, like show host. I like someone put it, Jesse wears socks with sandals, Gibson. And I think that's appropriate. I don't think it's wrong. All right, we got some uh, some cool stuff to talk about this week. We're going to talk about the NBA MVP picture, how that's changed with Embiid going down. Uh, big NHL deal uh, with ESPN, how that's going to affect the NHL card market. We got some straight cash homie stuff that will be said much more emphatically than I just said it when Jesse takes that over. And then Steve Peralt from Section 10 and WEEI Radio up there in Boston, my old stomping grounds. He's going to join us for some MLB we're going to call it the nerd out section. Oh, I've been God. told as well he has some <laughs> he has some suggestions for you. So oh, he dear. too is a co-host. So, so he has some info for you. I'll be curious what he has to say about that. Quick update too. We got two mm-hmm. questions in the mailbag this week about Brady, the greatest dog in the history of the earth. Oh no. Last week this. got the clip. <laughs> what I didn't tell people is the day after he got neutered, snipped, whatever happened there. You got rid of him. We we set him <laughs> off the boot camp. So Brady's you, living his best life ever. That dog that is dog. dominating. There you go. There's your update. There's your mailbag. That's for Hannah. My Thank wife was like, are you going to talk about Brady again? All right, oh that's my. two minutes. We're She'll already behind. To this episode, People already hate one. us. Too much fluff. Let's go. Big, Big picture. picture. NBA MVP. Let's go. All right. So obviously with Embiid going down, he was, and you have the Vegas odds I sent you. That, that was I live do. as of yesterday. So Embiid was hands down the favorite. Uh, obviously that is not the case now, although he hasn't dropped that far. He's only third on the list. I can't believe he's still third. Yeah, Embiid's stuff has only dropped, like we talked about him in our last show, he's dropped about 20% his card market. We're kind of basing that off the prism, off his select, off his rookie stuff. Um, of course, stuff after that, his second, third, fourth year uh, autos and patch autos have really not dropped much at all. That's always a little bit of a slower impact on those on those cards. But his rookie stuff definitely fell about 20%. That's kind of where we saw it this week too, about 20% down. Uh, same as last week with Embiid. If you still think he's coming back and they're going to do something and win, cool. Like, invest now. I don't think we're going to see his prices hit where they were two weeks ago. So I sold out, and I don't think there's any reason to uh, to not have done that. But, yeah, if, you, if you're high on him, still buy in. So that leaves LeBron as the number one <laughs> favorite now. What People is he, plus like 250 they, on the odds? They don't like that we keep talking about him. Uh, yeah, no, he is uh, – old LeBron is plus 170. Okay, so much – yeah, so way yeah. more improved. So, you know, we're not going to talk – we talk LeBron every week um, – I actually don't think LeBron's winning it this year unless he just goes crazy the next month and a half, two months, just because of how good that team was with AD. You know, they've played they've played well without AD, and I think LeBron is still, I would argue, the best player in the league, but there's nothing exciting to say about him. When we talk about his stuff all the time, the one note I will say is if you're a big-time LeBron guy and you want to get high-end rookies, it's lower now than it's been. PSA 10s, his tops chrome is way down. Nine fives, his true gems are under 15,000 for the first time in months. LeBron high-end rookie stuff is down, just like Jordan rookies, birds, that whole Kobe stuff, all of that is down. So if you still believe in him, which is no reason not to, check into his old high-end uh, rookie stuff. It's a good buy. But we're not going to waste too much time. Let's jump on to some of the other guys. So Simmons talked about on his show yesterday, I think, or maybe today. I think it's time for the Joker. Uh, Nikolai Jokic from the Denver yeah. Nuggets. Uh, what are his odds? Because I don't think he's even top two, is he? Uh, he yeah, he is. He's oh, number is he two. second. No, yep. no, okay. What's his? So what's his number on there? He's plus two hundred. Okay, so right behind LeBron. Yeah. So I'll say this: you have his stats for the season. Yeah. And he put up a triple double last night too. 
Oh, hello. Um, all right. So we've got <laughs> 20. That's good. Do I you know just what a triple double. I mean, do you know what a triple double is? We talk so much sports cards and sports on mean. here. Where's the nonsense? Yeah, where's you know, the nonsense? Here we go. It. So give me a big three points. Seven points. Okay. Uh, he has got eight and a half assists, uh, 11 rebounds. Yeah, I mean, the dude is averaging, almost averaging a triple-double. He's incredible. The best passing big man in the game. I don't think it's even close. Uh, Clutch-wise, now I will disagree with Richard Simmons on this note. I don't think he's as clutch as, <laughs> as Dame. Dame, to me, is still the number one guy to close it out. But Joker has been awesome. He is consistently the best player, regular season, postseason. Murray went on his little spat against the Jazz last year. So how does this relate to the card world, too? Just to tie cards into it. So... There's some big stuff with Joker. His rookie year was 2015. I should have noted that. I'm pretty sure it's 2015. So just to give you some numbers, like his raw prism rookie for 200 bucks, to me, that's a steal. Uh, His PSA 9 and PSA 10, to give you some idea on, again, just prism rookie of Joker. His 9s are averaging about 375. His 10s are averaging 1350. His PSA 10 sells almost directly in line with Luka. Here's what's wild, though. Luca has over 16,000 PSA 10s in pop. Joker has 534. Ooh. Joker, that team is going to make a deep playoff run. I, th- I mean, he's already in the discussion, obviously, for MVP with Embiid out of the way. I don't think, I really don't think they're going to give it to LeBron. There's always that bias in basketball. There's a reason Shaq only won a couple. Colby only won one. They were the best player multiple times and clearly the most valuable but I always feel like with the NBA, they're kind of looking for the other guy. So I think Joker could easily win MVP this year. The team's winning games the last month way be- way more than they were the first two months of the season. And he's just got some really nice stuff with a really low pop. He also has some nice rookie autos. You can still buy raw rookie autos of Joker in the three dollars to $400 range, which for a player his caliber, I, I just think overall his value is there. Um, even his pop... Uh, his PSA 9 Prism rookies, again, selling for under 400 bucks right now on average, it's a population of 600. Like That population is just so crazy low compared to the other stuff we're used to seeing now, the Zion, Ja, Luca, Trey Young stuff. Um, yeah. You look really eager to say something, and I'm really eager to hear it. I I started looking over the list of stats, and I've got a question, but I don't want okay. to interrupt. Him, you know, what's the question? We, people want to know. So we're going over the odds of all the MVP, the the guys on this list that Vegas are giving odds to. The one guy I don't see on here is the guy who's number one in NBA stats. Why is Bradley Beal not considered? Oh, the team's losing record. Team's playing like garbage. Yeah, NBA, even though he's playing great overall. He, oh, playing unbelievably. He's the NBA points leader right now, scoring leader. Yeah, not even going to be in the discussion. Yeah, and that's why. You, you, how that's valuable. too bad. Yeah, you got to win games to be val- again. It's it's based on not who is the best player in the league, most valuable. Value equates to winning. How valuable? How valuable are you to your team if your team's not winning? So here's a question: Do you buy him while he's on a losing team, and then hope he gets traded to somewhere good? Because yeah. I mean, obviously he's he's doing pretty well. Yeah, we've talked about that a few times. If he got traded to a contender before the end of the month, his stuff could go absolutely insane. I don't know who's out there that would trade for him. We haven't dug into that. In the next week or two, I, I, we're going to get a basketball guy in here to talk about that because there is some pretty significant trades that could happen. Beal, top of the list. That guy goes to a team that's contending. Yeah, huge spike. Okay. Um, doesn't put him in the MVP discussion still, but it's in terms of hobby and card value. But uh, yeah, so Thank I you. like Joker, second highest odds. I think Joker could easily win the MVP, and I think they're going on a deep playoff run. 
I love his rookie stuff out of 2015. Like I said, the population, crazy low. And even just his second, third, fourth year autos, kind of like Embiid, we haven't seen a crazy spike there. I like Joker stuff. Uh, Giannis, your boy. Old G-Man. Old Janus. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The J-Man, old Janus. Heck of a guy. Love him. Um, You do like him. So he's another guy. He's won back-to-back MVPs. I'm not sure in the history of basketball how many times people have won three MVPs in a row. I have no clue. I would imagine Jordan did it, maybe Kareem. I don't know if anybody else has won three in a row. Go ahead and Google that. Oh, I'm I'm Googling, baby. I can hear those chubby, cute fingers of yours going nuts. So for that reason alone, Giannis is having a good number, a good year. Give me his stats, too, when you have a second. Yeah. So And they're third in the East right now, and they're, like, what, a game behind Philly and Brooklyn. They're right in the mix for the top seed. What are his What are his numbers? This Giannis year? is at 29 Giannis. points per... That's true. Why am I even trying? It's Giannis. Yeah. Giannis is 29 points a game. He has a, almost 12 rebounds and six assists. And arguably the best defensive player in the game. I mean, based on those numbers, the winning percentage of that team, he doesn't have a true number two like most of the other guys on this list, like Kawhi, like LeBron, like Embiid, like the Joker. You know, you could ease, and and I think actually he is the most valuable player on his team and in the league. I don't know how many guys are going to vote for him. You know, Simmons was talking about this too, to win that third one. I don't know how many guys just for that reason alone, they overlook him. But his stuff, too, his rookie stuff in particular, is down about 50% from where it was at the peak of last season. So just to give you some numbers again, to go with kind of a baseline number, his Prism rookies, they had hit as high as $7,500 about uh, right before the start of the playoffs last year. So during that bubble, of course, he was pretty much unanimous. He was going to win the MVP at that point. That card is now selling for thirty-five dollars to 3800 Population is 2500 Not overly high population. But that's a huge card, obviously, right? And he's got some other nice rookies as well. Uh, like his hoops PSA 9. The hoops is the action shot, the balls behind his head, two-handed, ready to dunk the ball. A PSA 9 of that card goes for like 350 to 400 I think that's a great buy. I just think his stuff is down, again, 50% for a guy playing at his level. you got to think they probably make a push for at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe things get weird and they come out of the East, although I don't see him beating... I, I just don't see him beating Brooklyn. But you look at his numbers on paper on, on and on the court, too, and you couple his defensive, like how dominating is defensively with the numbers you just gave. I don't know how he's not right there. I don't know okay. if you noticed when you looked at the odds. And I'm, I've got the MVP back-to-backs, by the way. But okay. um, one thing to point out is, like, when we're talking about Vegas odds, it was LeBron, Joker, Embiid. Embiid's and like, what, it was plus a, 650? No, he's, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Embiid is plus 650. Um, but Giannis is up Giannis, plus fifteen hundred. Yeah, it's a, a whole huge bunch of- jump from those top three yeah. after that. So yeah, because Donovan know, Mitchell's unlikely. Mitchell's there in that fifteen hundred range. Just a couple other guys there. Luca. Yeah, Luca's right Harden, there too. Which Luca's another guy. All those guys now. Harden, Kyrie. I don't know that, and even Durant wasn't too far off that. Which he's missed way too much time. But yeah, how many guys? Three consecutive MVPs. Eleven guys. Have Curry being the latest. He won three consecutively, not just over the course three? of his career. Oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, two consecutively. Okay. Two consecutively. Um, actually, I didn't see. Maybe no one's, I, I don't know if anybody's yeah. done. I'd be curious. I want someone just to come onto the YouTube comments. By the way, follow Sports Cards oh, Nonsense YouTube. Michael Jordan. Twitter. Jordan. Okay. Kareem didn't do it, huh? 
Uh, Kareem is on this list. Yeah, Kareem's got what five MVPs? It was ninety or seventy six and seventy seven. So back to back, but never three in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So Giannis, I mean, that'd be interesting if he did it again. I think for that reason, you're going to see people shy away from allowing him to do that. Uh, but either way, I think his stuff is undervalued because he's going to be in that discussion and make a deep playoff run. The other dude, by the way, who's having a great season, this just super underrated this year, is Kawhi Leonard. You have Kawhi's stats? Uh, yes, I do. And I also want to throw out there, more than just Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, and Bill Russell, also three for three. Well, so those Bill are your, well, Bill those Russell, are obviously the greatest winning player of all time. Bill so, Russell, I just say this. Number one of all time, Bird. Number two, Bill Russell. Number three, who cares? Maybe Jordan. <laughs> Maybe Jordan. Uh, that's uh, going to be the clip this week. To go like, this guy really thinks Jordan's the third best player. Oh, my Start God. blowing up our email. Yep. YouTube Bird, eats us alive. Russell, anybody else you want. Kevin McHale, three. I can't wait to read the comments. Then maybe Michael mm. Jordan, four. Maybe. Get that boost. Koozie Jordan uh, to toss up. You wanted Kawhi. This guy Kawhi's is a biased points. Boston fan. Oh, God. The ringer in there, Boston. Lo- I don't care. I'm in, a, I'm in a mood today. I'm sorry. I, I miss my I dogs, wish your man. mood would come out more. I miss my dogs. They're not here. So Brady and Griffey book. are gone for three weeks. I feel Give like you haven't Kawhi's insulted me numbers. in weeks. Nobody's paying attention to our banter. Give me <laughs> the numbers. They love it. Give me the numbers. Uh, Kawhi, we're looking at 26 points. You got 6.4 rebounds and five assists. And again, you could argue the best defender in the game. Him and Giannis, I mean, they're right there. Unbelievable stats. Now, his Prism PSA 10 goes for over three grand, which I'm fine with. He's another guy, though. His Hoops rookie, Hoops PSA 10, I think, is only going for like 400 bucks. It's like 300 cards, 200, 250 maybe, 300 in the population report. Stupid cheap. His NTRPA, National Treasures rookie patch auto. You know, Zion and Luca gems are going way into the six figures. Luca's non-true uh, National Treasures rookie patch auto does like 50 grand. He just had a Kawhi went off like three weeks ago. 9510 true rookie patch auto out of National Treasures went for just over 50,000. Even his crazy high-end stuff seems to be a little bit low. And mm-hmm. then he doesn't sign as much as some of the other guys. You know, like Kobe, for example, signed in everything under the sun. Uh, yeah. Durant signs a ton. There's not a ton of like really premium Kawhi stuff. So I actually think Kawhi Leonard is a guy who could possibly sneak into that MVP discussion and is going to go on a deep season playoff run. I think I don't think it's a bad time to buy Kawhi right now either. Uh, you've got some Carmelo stuff too, just briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously Carmelo. not in the MVP discussion, but just Carmelo was a guy we had come across, like value guys in the NBA right now. Carmelo, an all-time great top, I don't know, 30 player of all time, probably 40 player. Never got the big win, but... Um, yeah, this is something where we figured, guys, you guys want to know about. It's uh, maybe a little undervalued with Carmelo. Uh, 2003, Topps Chrome. So same is, rookie class as LeBron, Wade. Great rookie class. Bosch, 03. Yep. Dark on um, of course. So those are selling PSA 10s. There's about 486. You're looking at about 1,300. So I believe um, that's lower a lower pop than LeBron and selling for, what, 5% of what LeBron sells for? It's a weird card. Uh, the PSA nines for those looking to also get in with an actual affordable price, uh, 430 is the high, um, between 350 and 450. It looks like you can probably get one. I like the Carmelo play. Plus I think he retires that. I mean, you know, he's obviously out of the, yeah, I just, I don't know. I like the Carmelo play. He's a sure. I mean, he's a first ballot hall of fame guy. I think too, there's always going to be that connection with him and LeBron because they came out of the same class. Like that. Oh, three class just has so much hype to it. Um, there's a couple other ones he mentioned too. The 03 Bowman card, 
his finest rookie like Wade and all those guys is a 2002 finest. I just think Carmelo is a cool value play. So if you're looking for another guy who hasn't maybe totally peaked out, he's one that seems to have fallen through the cracks. So, um, yeah, I like that one. Uh, speaking of Indy, the intern, he did a bunch of research to the NHL ESPN deal. He's killing it. Shout uh, out, Hey, guys, shout out to Indy. Give him a little prop. Hey, shout out to Indy. <laughs> <laughs> Indy? You know Indy. Yeah, you, you know him. Uh, give me the details of this deal, by the way. ESPN just signed a huge deal for the NHL. Yes. Take, yes, take yes, the yes. floor. All right. So ESPN deal. This is hopefully the, the overall goal of this, obviously, is to bring NHL into the limelight. Uh, I don't think it's any secret. I'm not that familiar with NHL players. Other sports, of course, I know them very well. No, um, no question. But this is this is trying to bring in not just uh, the game worldwide, but really the U.S. audience are trying to capitalize on it just because it's, you know, it's good, but it's not as good as it could be. And you can't Two watch point, it anywhere. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, Hardly you can't on TV. Watch. Right. I love going to a Predators game here in Nashville. It's one of the most fun times I've had. Gotten on that uh, Jumbotron a number of times. I don't want to say it's because of my dance skills, but I was dancing. People liked it. When are we getting that on the pod? It's on the, the screen. I have such a small space. We need an office. Ringer, Bill, Russell, call Simmons, me. Richard, go. <laughs> um, NHL, $2.8 billion deal with ESPN. That's Just over seven years. Uh, why would you ask me questions? You know, don't ask me questions because I'm probably not going to know the answer to that. Take it away. You're doing great. <laughs> All right. Seven year deal. Um, so this is essentially putting games on TV. Uh, big highlights of the deal are uh, you got ABC is going to air four of the next seven Stanley Cups. Um, they're going to have one conference final every year. Uh, they're going to air about a thousand games um, per season on ESPN+. Plus. All those who watch NHL.tv, for all those hockey guys out there, that's going away. That's going to be in, uh, absorbed into ESPN+. Plus. So get those subscriptions ready. Um, there's going to be a few exclusive deals as well where you're only going to be able to watch the games on ABC slash ESPN. Uh, overall, that was the – but the overall goal is really start pumping up guys. Like give them the publicity that they need to become household names. Um, we're going to talk about Connor McDavid here in a minute, but I mean, he's number one hockey player. I didn't know who that was. Now that's not saying a lot, but I right. guess that there's a number of you listening who may not have known that name. Yeah. Not same issue as baseball, right? No star player recognition exactly. for people who aren't fans. So just for time's sake, I mean, you got like guys like Connor McDavid, of course, two of the all time greats, Crosby and Ovechkin still playing in the league, dominating. You know, I, I just, I just feel like there is no attention given to those guys. That's a good example, too. McDavid sells really high now. If he becomes a household name to a degree, all of a sudden that stuff takes off even more. Same thing with Crosby and Ovechkin. I just feel like as great as they are, top five, top ten guys all time, mm -hmm. you know, their prices could jump. I'm just going to focus for just a minute, though. Some of the guys I grew up watching who are just totally overlooked, Steve Eiserman, the captain for the, for the uh, Red Wings for forever, and that team was always dominant growing up. 1984 tops rookie as a PSA nine, like 200 bucks, 225 bucks. That just seems crazy cheap for, again, a top 50. You know, we always talk about the top 50 NBA players and how we've seen that boom. I think at some point we might see a boom like that in the NHL. And these would be the guys who you'd see jump like that. So Steve Iserman, huge market in Detroit. Uh, again, a PSA nine tops card for 200 bucks. Brett Hull, 
Again, one of the best growing up when I was a kid. I actually loved watching him with the Blues especially. 1988 Tops Rookie. You can buy that raw rookie card in good condition. Like if you look it over, it's in really nice condition as a raw card. 20 bucks. I just, a PSA 9 is 150. Dirt cheap. Joe Sackick. We're going to talk about one of his cards in straight cash, homie. But like for Sackick, Actually, his rookies in straight cash, homie. Spoiler People get like super nice patch autos. Sackick was like one of the best players in the league for the Avalanche team forever. You know, patch autos of like premium upper deck brands for 150 bucks and less. I love that. And upper deck put in some nasty patches back in the day. And then the Jager, that dude with the most like infamous mullet of the 90s. Jager to me, again, one of the best players of all time. So his PSA 10, his Opeechee is kind of his big, the Opeechee Premier from 1990. That PSA 10 has a population of about 2,700, sells for like 550 to 600 bucks. A 9.5 from Beckett sells for like 250. Just seems super, super cheap. And the upper deck card is like $200. I see this as a explosion in the NHL market if the deal works. Because right now, what have you seen? You've seen baseball, basketball, football in the U.S., that's where all the card prices, I mean, that's where prices have essentially been exploding is exclusively to those markets. NHL, if this works, this will be in like, say, two, three years from now. Not even. Well, honestly, in a year. I just mean like, if you guys, if you buy up the cards now, the rookie cards, the things that are $20. Oh, I got you. You sit on them for two, three years. You're going to be looking back as if, this is like jumping into the beginning of yeah. what, 2018, 2017? Sure, really the before other... the bubble. And yeah. again, too, we've already seen people like when the NBA took off like it did, the card market went absolutely crazy. We've seen a wicked pullback, even with the, the mainstay names. That Jordan PSA 9 that I sold for 70 grand does like 40 right now. Bird <sighs> rookies, the PSA 8s hit 15,000. Now they're selling for like eight to 8,500. Kobe stuff is way down. I think all that will come back up, but I think it shows the pattern in the card market. Like, what's the next thing to spike? Let's get in a little bit early. Yeah. The NHL and the response we've gotten for NHL on the show is way more than I thought. I just thought the NHL was totally forgotten. There's a ton of hockey guys out there. Uh, One interesting hockey note, too. I talked to the dude over at Heritage, uh, the PR guy there. So there was a Beckett-graded pristine 10, which I don't know how a card from 1966 does this. So the Bobby Orr 1966 rookie sold at the end of February for 276000 which seems like the most criminally underpriced card of all time. A PSA 10 Gretzky did over a million. A BGS 10 always outsells a PSA 10. And the pop count on anything high-end or rookie is so low. I was actually shocked. I had to call Heritage to find out how much it actually <laughs> sold for. 276. I, the guy who put the card at auction thought it was going to bring 2 million, which I did too. Because anything comparable grade, like a PSA 7 Gretzky that sells right now for 9 to 10, a PSA 7 or sells for like 15 to 20, or outsells him across the board because it's an older card and lower pop in every grade. I am shocked that a BVG 10 did not do way more than a million dollars. Just crazy. weird to me. Anyways, this is like a side note. I got to talk about ones. Well, NHL 2, the last thing I was going to point out was that what I think is really interesting is they are making a big push, not just for the U.S., but they're saying these games are going to be televised in like Latin America, Caribbean, trying international market. Basically, yeah, basically, because this is not an I mean, Russia that where else do you think of hockey besides Russia, Canada and U.S.? I don't I mean, I don't know, but no, I I think you could be huge. And we've seen the international appeal for all other sports guys are calling for it in the card Mm -hmm. market. 
give it to them, give them what they want here with the baseball, uh, with the hockey market. So, all right, take it away because right. we got the interview. Do your thing. Are you ready? I, every time I'm people ready, said, but you, I, I'm people almost said there. Last week, there was a lot of visceral in your. Yeah, because I was angry because you interrupted me just like this. Guys, I am so sorry. I, whatever, you know, straight cash on me. That's it. Straight cash homie. There she is. That's all right. It. So we talked about one of these guys already. Joe Sackick, 1989 tops rookie. Pretty low pop. Again, it's a, you know, hockey back then. Not much of a market for the late 80s, early 90s, which I think is why it's gonna we're going to see it boom. 175 bucks for a Sackick PSA 9 tops rookie from 89. Just seems like a good buy to me. I don't know that it's going to be an overnight, like, double. But I think long-term, like Jesse's saying, I think it's actually a really good buy. Um, on the cheaper side of things, then, 1993 Jeter. We've seen some Jeter stuff explode. The SP card is, is through the roof and priced out for a lot of guys. Even his tops rookie in a high grade has gotten crazy expensive. But 1993 Jeter Bowman. I actually really like the Bowman card. It's a cool-looking card. It's an action shot. He's like, you know, uh, standing at short, ready to field the ball. You can get a raw card in good condition for 30 bucks. You can get a PSA 8 for like 60 bucks. I think it's an awesome buy for like a cheap. If you want a nice Jeter rookie, I think that'll eventually go up. And then one just to get high end with 19, 2013 Janice. Janice Antetokounmpo. Uh, select. So a PSA 9 is doing like six and a quarter. A PSA 10 is doing 18.50. There was a time last year the PSA 10s were 35 to four grand. So about half as much. And then a PSA 9, I think, just follows suit. So if you've got a little bit more money, I like the, Gian- the Giannis play there. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's infected. This day in history. <laughs> oh, two here actual, we go. Uh, so two kind of cool notes. So first of all, on the 18th, which is today when we're recording, Rocket Richard, Maurice Richard, the first mm-hmm. guy ever to get 50 goals in a season. That was 1945. And then Brett Hull, I didn't realize this, to this the third player ever to score 80 goals in a season. Uh, whenever you're on a list and it just includes Super Mario and Wayne Gretzky, you've done okay. <laughs> so not not a bad list to be on. Do you have a this day in history thing? Or you, you uh, do? Yes. I can see yeah. the glimmer in that uh, eye of yours. Sorry to jump in. Uh, Steve's in the waiting room now, so I don't know if you want to finish this bit and then let him in or let him in now. Or Let's let him in because Steve has some criticisms for Jesse anyways, and then we'll get oh, Jesse's no. this day in history. Okay. I'm excited. We'll, we'll finish the show Thank you, that. Corey. All right, guys, so we teased it at the top of the show. Steve Peralt from Section 10 Podcast and WEEI Sports Radio, which I grew up listening to in Boston. Uh, he's going to join us now and give us some MLB talk. What is going on, guy? Can you hear me? Oh we my can God, hear you now. You had a goofy, so lost look on your face when you joined. <laughs> Steve, no, I-, I mean, I, I hop on and it was like, uh, you are now recording. I got a robot. So now that I know that we're recording, then I'm happy. Don't knock the robot. Real quick, <laughs> Jesse was just giving us his This Day in History. Are you ready for this, Steve? Where, are you yeah, what do we got? Here we go. Oh, we got. This day in history, this is kind of a big deal. I think a lot of people still talk about we'll it. We'll be the judge of that. Sridhar Chalal may set the record of 181 inches for world's longest fingernails. Still to this day, okay. 181 inches. Can uh, you believe that, Steve? And this is why that I- actually that reminds me of the Guinness Book of World Records. They used to have the images of the guy with oh, the yeah. fingernails that kept going. Um, oh yeah. So I don't know if it was that guy. It had I to can't be. speak. For- this okay, is from I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know if this beats the escalator one you had last time. Steve's um, a fan. He's a real fan. But it's right up there. I, I'm telling you guys right now, I'll just come in hot right now and let you know I love this show. I'm a oh. huge fan of this show. I listen to this and Simmons, and that's about it. When you do a podcast, you don't have a ton of time to listen to podcasts. It's fair, and true. 
So the, you guys are in the the one of two show rotation. So props to you. Hey, th- Steve, thanks for coming by, man. We'll catch up with you later. <laughs> That's all we need. All right, hey, I'll, I'll, yep. I'll see you guys later. All right, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me. I can already tell you, after that reaction to the fingernail thing, this is going to be a Simmons-type show. You and Jesse is going to do your little 5-0 and nonsense. All right, so Steve, obviously, host of Section 10. Host. Is that accurate to say? Yeah, host and producer. I, I basically star. do everything. Uh, yeah, we'll star say star. Of the show. That's a great word to use. Yeah, star accurate. of Section 10. Now, sure. me, Jared, Coley, we all kind of uh, balance the host duties, but... Um, yeah, a little bit of everything with Section 10 uh, with Barstool Sports. Host the live BP show on WEEI with Rob Bradford every Saturday. That's I was on Red that Sox. show. I'm telling you, you had a great <laughs> guest appearance. We need Jesse on there. Um, Next time, but you had a, but I think you called Rob Chad. I think you called him Chad, which was unfortunate. I Don't did you call usually- him Chad. That's Don't you fine. usually call everyone Rob Chad? Like that's your private just, nickname yeah, for people. Yeah, it's like Dan and Danny, Chad and Rob. Same thing. Well, Mike, you're you're a baseball guy at heart, and I Chad, Chad Bradford. Bradford. Chad Bradford was on the Red Sox. Of so course, there you go. See, yeah. there's the connection. So. so let me just. I have one note about Carabas. I had to say this. I said this to Steve off air. I want to make it very public. I doubt he listens to the show. Carabas has made a ridiculous statement. This is the gauntlet being officially laid. I'll okay. give the guy a thousand bucks any charity he wants. Okay. I believe I heard it said 375 pound shoulder press, right? I got to see <laughs> got this. Me. I'm telling you, you right me. now, I don't think many people watch it. I am pretty yoked up top. I'm going to say this right now. I'll put up 110 pound dumbbells for a few reps. This dude, who I'm pretty confident I could bench press his weight about 3,000 times, oh, shoulder pressing 375 is one of, I said this to Steve <laughs> off there. I think Jesse has a better shot at running a five-second 40-yard dash than, than Jared has of shoulder-pressing 375, unless he's on some Smith machine at the retirement home. That's it. I'm just, I'm just going to say I haven't seen Jesse run, so maybe <laughs> he's, he's, you, a, he's quick. You never know. You don't um, know. With, with, see, here's the deal, though, Mike. With lifting, I stay so far from a gym that I have no idea the difference between 375, 220. You could fool me with all of it. <laughs> he only has thing fooled I know, you and fooled other people. I will tell hey, you that. The only right thing now. I know is the way you guys talk about how much you can lift is very similar. So I would like to see it. We'll set it that's, up. We'll try to set it up. That's happening. You heard it here, folks. Set it up. And then Jesse's <laughs> running the 40. All right. So let me just ask you this question right off the bat. Obviously, you're a Sox fan, but uh, upcoming 2021 season, who do you, you know, and I know you're in the card market too. So there's kind of the connection there, which I like. Who are some guys you are currently buying because you, you know, something you've seen, you've talked, you've got your insider connections, guys you're high on coming to the season where there's some value? Yeah. So, top guys made a list. I did some, uh, some notes here because I care so much about this podcast. He's Juan doing a lot of Soto. Work. Juan Soto. If you're not buying Juan Soto cards right now, you're an absolute idiot. Um, the Nationals kind of being a garbage team last year helped. He wasn't in the spotlight as much. He had the highest OPS. Uh, in baseball, Jesse, that is slugging and OP, OBP combined. Yes. Uh, he had 1185 OPS and uh, fifth in MVP voting at the age of 21, which is absolutely ridiculous. He also has a ton of swagger. I want to ask you guys, because I was going to get to the Red Sox after this. With Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers, they remain underrated. I'm yep. buying a lot of them. They remain underrated. How much do you think the swagger of a player and the overall just like vibe, especially in this social media, you know, driven world. How much do you think that matters in the card market? In Mike, let me feel other- this one. Jesse? You take Jesse's this. got swagger, so he's a great one to answer. It's, it's a lot. Go ahead. Take it from there, Mike. Okay, so he's absolutely wrong. In any other sport, it means everything, right? Take it I easy. mean, the, the fact <laughs> that we see guys like LeBron say things off the court, people don't like it, so his value drops. NBA is all about player perception and people knowing the players. It's huge there. 
you know, Curry revolutionized the game, was great on the court, but the dude just has swagger. People love him. Baseball, I don't think it means anything because baseball has, they don't build their market around any player. Who, who does the they MLB actively market? The marketing issue is a thing for baseball. I get that. But these players are now just marketing themselves. Like Fernando Tatis Jr. is becoming the face of the league like on his own. He doesn't need the league's help for that. So I don't think I mean, people make a huge deal out of like, oh, Major League Baseball doesn't market the players, this, that, the other thing. I don't think the league needs I don't think it's their job uh, to go out of their way to market individuals when they can just do that on by themselves now. I I don't really think it's that much of a big deal. Yeah, here's the thing. You probably disagree. No, well, just because for people in the card, if you're already in the card market, you know what these guys are doing on the field anyways. Like, I know Soto's, yeah, I need to look at his, his numbers, but I know he's unbelievable. He's a young dude. He's been an MVP. Or excuse me, he's been a World Series winner. And his bat is just, I mean, he's wicked. He's unbelievable. Same with He Tatis. does everything. Soto does everything. He could be one of the greatest players ever. He could go down. Yeah, as I think greats. over the next 10 years, we hear Soto, Tatis, Acuna are the three guys. My only issue with Soto is, I, and I do wonder, and the same with Tatis, just to kind of give a baseline number, 2018 tops update, his paper rookie, flagship rookie, a PSA 10 is doing like 350. His Bowman Chrome rookie out of 2016. Who? Well, there's some tests. I think it's this one, right? It's the I got the same card, right? But it's a PSA 8. That's what I'm learning, and I'll give you guys credit with okay. the grading. Yep. I'm you guys are crushing it with the grading because I'm still quasi new to this version of the sports cards world. Sure. I initially just saw this card and was like, oh my God, Fernando Tatis Jr. autograph rookie card. I need to get that immediately. But then all of a sudden you start looking at, okay, PSA 8 versus PSA 10, way different. Um, for this card specifically, a PSA 8, what would be the difference between that and the 10 that you're talking about? A couple hundred? So what, I don't even know what card that was. I saw the Tatis. It's a, briefly. It's, it, no, it's the 2019 Tops update, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. rookie card signed, PSA 8. So tough and to say I, with a signature on there, but like for yeah. example, so his 2019, so that's his second paper card. His first was in series two, which is a 2019 okay. top spot. It comes out right before a PSA 10 of that card does about 300 bucks. A PSA eight of that card probably does. Jesse can back up what? 50 bucks. Jess. PSA eight of the tops. 2019 tattoos? tops. It's a horizontal card. I'm going to say it's like 50, but the, the gap between an eight to a 10 is crazy. It might even be less than that. 30 bucks? Uh, it's going for about 65. A PSA 8? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, so you're talking a 5, so 20% of a PSA 10. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, PSA it, 10 is crazy you, markup. That's something I'm trying to, you know, understand more with this because if you go into it like a rookie like myself, you'll just think like, oh, I got the card. It's like, hey, right. you really didn't if it's a PSA 8. But I have Tatis as my next guy. Um, he's becoming the face of the league and he's an absolute stud. Fourth in MVP voting last year, also at the age of 21, like Soto. These guys are going to be doing it forever. He signs the mega deal with the Padres. Um, and if he dips, I agree. I heard you guys earlier talking about how it might not be the best time to buy on Soto right now. Or sorry, Tatis right now, considering all the hype around him. And it's probably somewhat of a peak. Um, I'd be in a weird way waiting for him to dip and then jump all over it. Because I, I feel like he's a guy that long term... I'd be stunned if he's not a, a superstar in this league for 10, 15 more years. Um, so having said that, I'd go for Tatis on the Padres shortstop. He's the face of the league once again. S- sticking with shortstops, Wander Franco uh, in Tampa Bay. Love He's Wander. likely likely getting called up this year. Uh, he's been down in the minors. Last year was obviously tough with no minor league season with COVID. 
Um, Number I, one I got prospect, this, by the way, in the league. I'm telling you, top yep. prospect mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. Also, I saw this quote. I wrote down a quote. That's how much I care about this show. I took so many notes. <laughs> I wrote down someone's Man. quote. First person it prepared. Says, so this is from baseballsavant.mlb.com. It's a great site if you're a baseball nerd. It has all sorts of stats. Uh, also has breakdowns of players. Baseballsavant.mlb.com. Check it out. They said Franco has the physical tools and natural ability needed to become the top switch hitter of his generation. Anytime you see of his generation, oh, I'm like, God. okay, let me buy on this guy. Um, numbers seem to be pretty low compared to what you guys talk about. So I have uh, Wonder Franco way up there. Luis Robert. So hang on, a little let, side. Let, let me hit let me hit Franco real quick. So yeah, Jesse, go for Franco. What do you got? Jesse, pull up 2019 Bowman Auto 9.5 of Wonder Franco. So, so Franco, I, I like Franco. The fact that he's a number one MLB prospect on their list, he had a, a wicked bump with that. You know, he needs to get called up now for his prices to jump, and he doesn't have anything rookie yet. Once he actually makes his big league debut, we'll start seeing, like, Topps Tribute, Topps Triple Threads. All the card products that come out later that have rookie cards, we'll start seeing him in. Even Topps Chrome, if he gets called up early enough. Um, he's expensive, but, man... Not compared to someone like Jason Dominguez. So I don't. What are you seeing for his prices, Jesse? Out of twenty nineteen. Uh, so the last few days, he's it's bumped. It went from two thousand like nineteen hundred up to twenty two hundred a couple days ago. But to put that in perspective, so that's his two thousand nineteen Bowman. Uh, it's actually just a straight Bowman card. It's a Chrome card nine five ten for two thousand bucks. That's half of Acuna, half a Soto, half. Ta- I mean, he's still. So I do think there's room to grow with Wander. I think a lot of it just depends on when he gets called up. And I don't know how that works either with the contract. I'm always sketchy with how that works yeah, with call-ups Yeah, well, a lot of times contract. they try to hold these guys back so they can control their service times. So they don't have right. to pay them big money. It, it's kind of a joke, honestly. So and when do you think pre- we see him realistically in the bigs? It sounds like this season. From okay. what people are saying, it sounds like later this season. Now, when that is, uh, you know, who knows? They just optioned him to the minors yesterday. Um, but no, we had Heim Bloom on Section 10, former uh, GM of the of the Rays or former Haya. Heim Bloom, he, the titles that they have for Heim Bloom, he's the chief baseball officer of the Red Sox, which is like the most made up. Just call him the GM. Let's just yeah. let's just get that name out of the way. He's the GM. Um, and he was in the front office in Tampa Bay. And he said the way he was talking about Wander Franco was like way higher than any other player. We talked to, to Heim for probably an hour and a half. And he was treating Wander Franco like he was, you know, the great, like he was Mike Trout, like he was one of the greatest of all time. So really? I would definitely, definitely invest in Wander Franco. Uh, Luis Robert, is that the most boring name for a superstar? I don't know how anybody <laughs> says the name either. Because then he had an interview where he says, they asked him how to pronounce his last name. And he said, Arroba. Is it Rob? And I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't, if you start rolling so, R's, I can't, I don't know how that. Do it. I, call him, I, I just call him Lou Bob. We just keep it classic. Yeah, Lou, Lou Bob. Bob works. So Luis Jesse, 2018, 2018 Bowman Chrome Auto of him. It's a, he's wearing a white jersey sitting down at a desk. Pull that up while Steve's talking so we have some info. That's when you know that you're, you're a card uh, expert, when you know exactly what the guy's doing in the card. <laughs> the, word um, you're, the word you're looking for is nerd. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Accept I'll your just, decision. I'll say, I'll say it's impressive. But um, only, only note there, Luis Robert, uh, not a lot of games last year. He's shown a lot of promise. He's... Uh, been called a six-tool player, which is just ridiculous. I mean, at a certain point, we're just going to be running out of tools to be used, you know, as a description for a baseball player. But his teammate, Eloy Jimenez, um, I love Eloy. Like, it's probably Eloy Jimenez, uh, called Robert the next Mike Trout. So uh, that's obviously high praise from a teammate. Tony Larusa spoke ve- uh, very highly of him, new manager in Chicago. Um, so I would definitely invest in him as well. Uh, Jesse, what do you got? 
So we got, I'm seeing, let me clarify. There's a Chrome and there's a Prospect Chrome. Is there, are you familiar with the difference between the two of them? Yeah, so it's technically his prospect card. It's just a he's sitting in a white jersey. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just weird because PSA is naming them two different things on sure. the the grading. But um, most recently, there was one that went for two sixty for the PSA ten. Now this is not an autograph. So you're just talking about out of 2018 Bowman, just the mm-hmm. Lou Bob base Chrome card as a PSA ten does two fifty to two sixty right now. Yep. So so that topped out last year at like three hundred bucks because he came up hitting over three hundred. That card was selling to three three fifty range, but again, you compare his rookie stuff to Acuna, Tatis, and and uh, Soto. I just think he's another guy, and I think the White Sox have a weird season. So we're super high on Eloy because I think Eloy is going to have a crazy big year. But if he does that, just by you know, Lubob has way more hype coming in. He outsells Eloy probably four to one, five to one right now in terms of value, and he's still cheaper than what he's been. And the other good thing about Louis Robert is last year he had a bunch of rookie autos in everything. He had autos in Finest, Bowman's Best. So you can find his auto, his rookie auto stuff because he's made his big league debut. So I actually do like him, and I think that team's going to win a ton of games. Hey, real quick, before you go on to another team, Andrew yeah. Vaughn, you familiar with him at all, the DH, the kid for the White Sox? Not, not really, no. So Vaughn was on my list of guys to ask you about. He's played some DH now. He's out of 2019 okay. Bowman draft. I think Vaughn is another guy. If you're a prospector, and Vaughn has autos in Bowman's best at the end of the year too. His raw Bowman auto is like 200 bucks. I think that's a steal because he's going to start. I mean, it, sounds like on the it, bigs. If you go down the line with the White Sox, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot loaded. of guys I would invest in. Yeah, they're loaded and they're getting a lot of World Series buzz. So you can't really go wrong there. Um, last guy was Vlad Guerrero Jr. And it's not even that I want to invest in him. I just want to see him become more of a star than just like Vladdy's uh, son. Like I, I right now he's I think he's gotten a lot of hype off of that. He hit 91 homers in the home run derby that, you know, it's granted the home run derby changes their rules every single year. That was back in 2019. Um, I like what he's all about. He's lost 40 pounds in the offseason and baseball. I don't think that's a good thing. Sometimes if you get lighter and you're a power guy, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to translate to better stats. Uh, so we'll see with Vladdy. Vladdy's my biggest question mark that I don't know if you're investing in Vladdy right now, but I'm kind of waiting to see if he can become a more all-around player. Yeah, so we're high on Vlad. I like his cheaper stuff too. So he's got, for example, his 2019 Topps Chrome, the no-number variation. That's a PSA 10 you can pick up for about 200 bucks. Other guys who are much bigger names than him, prospects are five, six, even up to $1,000. I think Vlad has plenty of room to grow. He's out of that same 2016... So actually, what's crazy, 2016 Bowman Chrome was Vlad Soto Tatis altogether. Ridiculous. Those, those cases originally cost us, I believe it was $558. Now they're probably fifteen grand. So It's insane. Absolutely Soto insane. Was doing a, Soto used to do $100 out of that as an autograph. Now he does like $4,500. What's Not, the deal? There is a red refractor version of that uh, Vlad card that just sold today. Any guesses? Topps Chrome, red refractor, yeah. or Bowman? Sapphire Red Tops Chrome 2019. Graded raw? 10. PSA 10. 5000 $26,000. Oh, God. <laughs> Sapphire is a crazy product, man. People Sold love today. Sapphire. Yeah, it's That's, number that to is, Number to that five, is insane. I believe. Yep. Yeah, yep. that is insane. Mike, when you ever mentioned that you sold a car for 70 grand, I was like, what is this? Is just <laughs> Michael nuts. Jordan, baby. MJ. I I was I'm telling you, when I looked at Rob or Chad, rather, when I looked over yeah, at Chad. him, I was like, there's no way there are cards. going for." I knew there were, but it's just to hear it from 
from Mike Giuseppe. I'm just like, bang, <sighs> 70 only. grand. And the way you said it so nonchalantly, like the that's just another Hayden. day. Yep. That's, oh I'm telling you, that's just another day in the life of Mikey G. But um, Red Sox guys, real quick, that that I'm high on and I'm buying. Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, Jaron Duran. Um, Duran, I got an auto card uh, for pretty damn cheap. I don't know what it was, but watched him play in spring training. He has all the tools. If he can put it all together at the big league level, he's going to be one of the best players in the AL East, maybe the American League, and just you know go on from there. So Duran uh, is a 20, just real quick, Duran, 2020 yeah, yeah. Bowman draft for Duran. He's got yeah. pro- his first prospect auto, first prospect chrome card. Yeah, guys are high on him. Xander, I think jump though, on it. You're high on See, I love the Devers play. Out of 2018, tops update, uh, or top series one, PSA 10s. I love Devers. Xander, I'm not as high on. Last Devers I got was the one you said to get. 2018 tops. Uh, PSA 10? Got yeah, PSA 10. Yeah, it was What'd for you pay like 50 for that? bucks. 50 bucks. See, so again, to put that in to put that in perspective, that card costs you 50 bucks. That's the same card if it's the first of Tatis, it's 300, Soto's 350, Acuna's yeah. 225. I just think Devers is so good and so undervalued. The other guys I'm not and, crazy and, sold on, but I, I do like Devers. Devers. Devers is younger. He's younger. And with Bogarts, I'm more seeing that from the national standpoint of being underrated in my eyes. I don't think Bogarts gets nearly enough credit. He constantly needs to try to get into like the all-star game from like the vote in. This guy's one of the top two, three shortstops in baseball, regardless. American Comparable National with Lindor, League. right? No, absolutely. But and then Lindor's Lindor gets market, mentioned way more. Yeah, and he Lindor's gets, market is, cr- I mean, 10 times what Sanders is. I was going to say, the second he signs in, in Queens, it must have just skyrocketed, right? Yeah, it bumped a little bit for sure. It'd be nice to see him in a relevant team. I mean, not that the Indians aren't relevant, just such a small market. But Lindor, yeah. has, it just came in with the hype. And again, hype I'm, carries so much weight in the hobby. You I'm just said curious. hype doesn't carry weight. In the hype. hobby in general, you're saying. Oh, okay. yeah, he yeah. came in as a hyped up rookie. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I guess my question off of that is that how much does the market matter in baseball, in your opinion? Because very little. a guy like Ar- Arenado is a good example. He's going to have a lot more eyes on him now going from Colorado to St. Louis. So I am curious of that because I definitely want to factor that in and, and who I'm buying. So I'll say this. It matters with got, with vet players. Like Goldie, okay. when he went to St. Louis, it's a bump. You know, Arenado leaves. But you look at the top prospects we've just talked about. Very few of them are in major markets. The Padres are a small market. Tatis crushing it. Uh, Vlad in Canada, small market. Vlad sells high. Wander. Now, when you actually have the perfect storm, like a Jason, Jason Dominguez and with the Yankees, who I think is going to take over the world in a year and a half, two years. He's a freak. Yeah, it's major. Um, but in general, I think unless it's a vet guy, people still like to see the veterans go somewhere they know. Um, hey, I got two I got two guys I want to run past you. I'm curious to get your take. Kyle Lewis. Wh- where do you stand on Kyle Lewis? Kyle Lewis. Got to actually interview him with the Bleach Report AMA. Um Great. If you want to know, he's a great kid. If you want to know that, he's Aww. a great kid. That's all. Also, I That's think, all I care I think about. Very high potential. But wouldn't this be people buying high right now, considering he wins Rookie of the Year and and he's going to have? I was asking about Ken Griffey Jr. He's got a great relationship with him. He's like, yeah, I've heard comps to like comps to Griffey. Jeez, okay. that, that's I mean, Griffey's my guy. If, if we're talking, yeah. Comps well, you to also are the guy who said that Griffey was better than Barry Bonds. So I, I we don't need your I, take I mean, on well, Griffey. Griffey's my guy. I, got I love Griffey. Griffey. My dog is named Griffey. That's the bat behind me. He's not better than Barry <laughs> yeah. Bonds. I mean, I'm just well, I mean, put Griffey on steroids. That's a whole other discussion. Let's save that for next oh, time. Let's do it. Um, but no, I, <laughs> I'm high on him. But I also, from your perspective, what are you looking at with prices? Because I would figure after rookie of the year. Year, so um, yeah, not as much as you think. Yeah. So okay. uh, Jesse, pull up 2016 Bowman Chrome Kyle Lewis autos as a nine five ten. I want to say his nine five ten autos doing under five hundred bucks still. 
if I'm if I remember right, it's like 350 to 400. So one of the issues prospect guys have with Kyle Lewis, he's a little bit older. I think he turns 26 this year. But as well as he plays, you know, again, some of the other guys were talking. Bobby Witt's first prospect card out of 2020 Bowman, uh, nine five ten sells for two thousand dollars. I think Kyle Lewis, uh, Jesse, you have numbers there. Yeah, you want the auto? Yep, nine five ten. Uh, well, this is the. T- oh, you went nine five. You went BGS. Uh, what, um, what do you have? Just give me. What I've you got, got the ten. PSA ten is going for as of yesterday. 587. Okay, so a PSA 10 does that. That means a BGS 95 is probably closer to four. I still think, despite him actually doing it, he is vastly underpriced. Um, so anything 2016 Kyle Lewis, I like. And another guy, he's got all of his rookie stuff already out. 2020 Top Series 1. You can get those PSA 10s now for like the same as your Devers. You can get the Kyle Lewis version of that out of 2020 for like 60 to 70. When a guy like and if that we're ta- is if we're talking for- markets too, we're talking markets. It's going to be harder for him to be in the spotlight in Seattle. I mean, sure. naturally, guys like you know King Felix. You go down the list; they just don't get as much yep. uh, national attention. So that's going to be. And he got it. injured when he came up in 2016. He came up and just yeah. missed. I think he tore his ACL. But I think Kyle Lewis is a good buy. I like his 2020 tops card for under 75 bucks. His tops Chrome cards from last year still sell pretty cheap. Everything 2020 Kyle Lewis rookie, I kind of like. Um, the other guy I wanted to ask you about too. Bobby Witt Jr. Just mention him real quick. The kid for the for the Royals. Any any info on him? Uh, not much. I, I've I've heard the name. I'm not following him uh, as closely. In all honesty, the guys, the younger, the young young guys that I'll follow are within the Red Sox organization, sure. AL East. I'm not focused as much with the Royals. Um, but I've so definitely ask- heard the name and I've I've seen hype around it. So let me ask you this. I'll give you a quick Bobby Witt note just for our listeners. Uh, Red Sox. I know you mentioned Duran. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck's another guy out of the 2016 Bowman draft class. What, yep. where, do, where does he fall into the mix this year? Because he's super low. He had some hype two years ago. He's selling for nothing now. Jesse can pull that up, actually. 2016 not even, Bowman curl. Not even going to over-exaggerate. There's a chance he leads <clears throat> the American League in home runs this year. And and people are starting to Seriously. build that hype. My my buddy Jared thinks he's going to have the most home runs in baseball. A lot Your buddy of times Jared thinks over- he can shoulder press more than no, me. No, I, so I don't know. A lot of times valid. we just we overrate Red Sox guys because we're just homers. Sure. But, um, Bobby Dahlbeck, no friend of the program. He is uh, he's got ridiculous pop, and and really? I'm not talking population of the cards. He he can go oppo homer very easily. The ball flies <laughs> off his bat. Strikeouts are a major issue with Bobby Dahlbeck. Um, but that's the, the one current, knock I've heard. His that's strikeout. the one knock. But current Major League Baseball, it's like. Home run strikeout guys are becoming way more common. That's that's sure. becoming what the game is. Um, but no, he's doing everything in his power to be the everyday first baseman. Might get some time at third if Rafael Devers is considering playing first. Uh, if they want, I don't know if they want to mess with Rafi like that. But um, yeah, Dahlbeck numbers I've noticed are very low price wise. I, I would absolutely, and I don't even consider him a prospect. He came up at a home run in five straight games, and he joined right. like Griffey and Mays and. All these guys in terms of um, players that have done it below tw- the age of 26. So you think um, he's a legit, I mean, you think he's going to be legit. Leg- he's legit. He's really? legit. He's going to be, if he stays healthy, he would be one of the top power guys in the American League, I think, easily. I, I don't Sheesh. think um, that's Jesse, even a give me his number. So his 2016, he came up with uh, with Kyle Lewis, as a matter of fact, same draft class. What's his, pro- I, I'm going to say his prospect auto goes for like 75 bucks as a gem, 100 bucks. Dahlbeck? Yeah. What's Dahlbeck doing? 385 PSA 10. Oh, is it just jumping then? Is okay, that everyone's so getting PSA the 10. Do you see any 9.5s on there? Uh, let me check. But I, he, I will say he's got a ton of like refractors up. Like That's the majority of what's selling. Um, Still cheap, though. Um, you know what? These are all autos. 
Yep, that's what they're supposed to be. Okay, I just want to confirm. All right, so nine five, you're looking at two fifty. I mean, the last one sold was four hundred. Jeez, okay. doesn't make sense. It would all sell a PSA. That's kind of an. I'm liar. just. I mean, it's not. And it's not even showing it as a refractor. So do this. Like do this then too, Jesse. Twenty twenty tops dollback PSA ten. Uh, so I'll say this: even if his numbers have jumped three to four hundred dollars, again, ten percent of what Acuna, Tati, Soto, twenty percent of what those guys do. Uh, if you're saying he's going to come up and lead the league at home, or at least and be in that discussion, I mean, he he has a good chance of being one of the top power guys in the American you League. You think he puts up thirty? Playing, I, I think if he stays healthy, yes. I had him at thirty-five. Man, um, okay. He, I mean, the guys, the guy already has like five homers in spring. He's got two grand slams, and this is with ease. He's a very calm, mild-mannered guy. He doesn't get too high, too low. It's like a lot of times, that's that's kind of what I buy into. I don't want a guy that's going to be you know all over the map. I want someone that's consistent. Bobby Dalbeck is so okay. I think it makes sense. Jesse, what do you see for the twenty twenty tops? There's that look of there's that look of wonderment. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, the 2020 there. tops it's there's very few things out there for Bobby Dalbeck. Oh, 2021, least, excuse me. See, I oh, misled okay. you. I'm sorry. 2021 <laughs> tops. Feels a lot better. It's gonna now. change your whole world right here. All right, um, PSA 10. You're looking at um, man again. Very few graded. Yeah, because it's hard to get stuff back from PSA on a product that came out a year ago. I mean, yeah. a month ago. I don't see what, what's his raw card going for then. Raw card is going for about thirty bucks. Okay, so that card is a PSA ten then. I mean, got to be at least one hundred and fifty. I mean, that might not actually be a bad play then either. If you think he has staying power, twenty twenty one series one Bobby Dahlback cards, you buy him raw for twenty five to thirty bucks, sub him and forget about him for a year. I mean, if he can play like you're saying, he's even if he gets the half of Tatis's number, half a Soto. That's $150 to $200 card. So I was actually not crazy high on Dahlbeck. That's interesting to hear. Um, I would chase his oh, 2016 no, like, then. Anything uh, yeah, clarify yeah, no, that? That's for 10 of them. Yeah, so 20? they go for a few bucks a piece. Yeah. Crazy yeah, It's a li- little bit of a difference. A <laughs> little yeah, bit of a... You know, <laughs> a 10X modifier. That's gonna not say, that I going to say, because Acuna Raw only goes for like 50 That would have been insane that he was at 30 bucks. So you yeah. can pick those up for nothing. I mean... It's worth it. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, and and if not, you can just hit me up at Steve underscore Peral, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere, and you can. You're just not destroy banned on Twitter me. anymore. This is good. See, no, dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> that was news. the worst week of my life. That was absolutely terrible. Also, just Twitter jail is the worst because you can't talk to a human. There's no like actual people that you can reach out to. It's just the bots being like, "We'll get back to you." It's like, come on now. That was well, there you awful. Go. I, so you tease before the show. Let's end with this. Some criticism yes. for Jesse. Yeah, oh. no, it's not. It's not Jesse. It's not criticisms. It's just I've <laughs> been in this position. Oh God, type I'm ready. Of analysis. Okay, I'm not ready. so I'm ready. I've listened to the, I've listened to your show from the jump. I think okay. you guys do a great job. Okay, uh, Jesse, don't let your lack of sports knowledge hold you back. I like what you bring to the table. I like your your enthusiasm, your drive. Oh my. But be more confident in your game. This is I'm being a coach right now. If you have more confidence, I've never been and coached. if you bring it every single time without like, eh, maybe I don't know that guy's nickname. Whatever. I'm Jesse. I got the coolest background going. Yeah. Right. Coolest I know okay. what I'm doing. All what right. It- so I I just want you to have a little more confidence. Have 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 more strength. All right, and Steve. Let me cut you doing. off right there. See, I'm doing it. <laughs> There's I'm that doing confidence. It. Let's go, Steve. Let's Steve, go. I'm going to cut you off right there, and I'm going to continue by saying you're absolutely right. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And I, lastly, I oh, go ahead, Mike. Lastly, <laughs> I'm still going here. It's so interesting because straight cash, homie. That oh, when God. you yell that phrase out, it kind of makes me want to blow my brains out. Yep. But yep. at we the get that same a lot. time. 
I totally understand the importance of re or continuing segments. If you have segments that are, be, you know, that are that are pinned to you guys, that are your specific things, yeah. that has value. I saw you put it on a shirt. That's we. I got what up, what up, <laughs> section ten in the building. We have that on a shirt that sells. So <laughs> maybe go. I don't know if you have to change your tone or what it is. No. It's the face of the high pitch. It's something that gets. I'll be driving if, and I'm just ready to go off a hill. If oh you don't want to blow your brains out, then I'm doing it wrong. That's how that's how I view it. That's fair. You, Basically, in summary, Jesse, <laughs> you crush it. Have as much confidence as you can. And I like that straight cash homie as the phrase exists because you can throw it on a shirt. I'm going to say cool. this unofficially. I think Steve wants you on Section 10. That's what I heard. Steve, when am show. I coming on? Just there. you. So, Dude, there you we, go. No, we need you on live BP so we have both you guys oh, having yes. your live BP show With experience. It's also, I, I'm telling you, me and Chad Bradford, it's a nice Saturday discussion. You'll enjoy it. There I'm not go. ready for live. Steve, thank you it. for the time. I like the Dahlbeck <laughs> note especially. The compliments to us first and foremost. But yeah, the Dahlbeck thing. 2016 <laughs> Dahlbeck, 2021 Dahlbeck. Sounds like he's a big buy right now. So appreciate you jumping on, man. We'll catch up with you down the road. And tell Carabas I want video evidence immediately. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> I'll buddy. let him know. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, Thanks, man, have Steve. a good day. All right, guys. So that was Steve Peralt again from Section 10 Podcast and WEI Radio up in Boston. He knows his stuff with baseball. I'll be honest. We've talked about Dahlbeck a little bit in the past. I can already tell by the look in your face. He, just, you, hey, Mike, you just focus. hold on a second. Yeah, let you're me confident. talk. Yeah, you're done. Go ahead and con- you have no, You have I'm no idea what to. he said about anything else on that show, <laughs> except that he thinks our show is great, and he thinks you are you need confidence, and you're doing a great job. Absolutely. So that you could great. have literally shut off your camera at that point. I think I will. Uh, that's a cool note about Dahlbeck, and interesting to see a guy who talks to the players like every day, unlike we do, who is that high on Devers, because we do, you know, we're both super high on Devers. And Wander Franco, I was high on him, to hear that GMs are talking like he's an unbelievable prospect. Uh, we're going to try to mix some more guys in like that with baseball, especially because there's just so much to keep up with with baseball. I would rather have it a guy like Steve come on. We've got some guys coming up in the future too, some uh, MLB Network guys, where they can tell you like what people are, what scouts, what GMs are seeing, and then we'll make kind of make the connection to the card market. Um, I like that. There's yeah. no way that dude shoulder presses three seven. I will not get over that. So there you go, little NBA, little NHL, little hockey talk. You Canadians should be happy about that. Um, no reason That's not racist. to be. So yeah, straight cash, homie. Obviously, is a hit. That's your show for Friday. We'll be back on Tuesday with more. Who's joined? We actually have a big guest oh, on Tuesday. Yeah? We got, I, don't, uh, I don't know. So this is this is right from my world, the YouTube world. Dan from What's Inside. Doesn't he have like 100 million views or something like that? Um, I don't know the exact number, but he's definitely million? got 7 million followers on one of his YouTube channels. He also he has multiple YouTube channels with like millions of followers. I think but he's anyway. going to come on and so he's going to come on talk hobby and even rip some packs with us, I think. Yeah, he's going to find out nice. what's inside some of those packs. Cool. I like it. There you go. Sports cards nonsense brought to you by Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network. Make sure you check it out. Listen to it anywhere you get your podcasts. SportsCardsNonsense.com is the website where we have all our card services. Check that stuff out. There's merchandise on there as well. And then on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, especially the Facebook group, we push that every week because it is the best place to go for questions and it's just an open forum. Make sure you check that out as well. Jesse, I hate to do this. Oh, a God. solid A- minus today. Very impressed with your performance. The research, I'm just going to don't, don't don't go ahead and leave. You're going to ruin this whole thing if you talk. Guys, catch leave. up with you Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Later. Later.